As the 21st century wears on, many things are being re-examined. For example, consumerism. Instead of just buying things and throwing them away, many people are recycling, reusing, upcycling, and more. To talk about this and more with me, I have Matos Pinkava, the CEO of a company here in Prague called, well, I'll let him pronounce it. It means don't throw it away. Hello, Matos. Welcome. Hello, Derek. Thank you for the introduction. And it is called Nevihazuito. <laughs> That's what it's called, yes. I'd like to thank Mr. Pinkava for talking to me today and everybody out there for listening. A city is much more than just a collection of buildings. It's a location, it's a history, it's a culture, it's ideas and ideals, and a city is also, most importantly, the people in it. This is Prague Times, the podcast that takes a look at the city of Prague in the Czech Republic. With more than a thousand years of history, there's a lot to talk about. We'll talk about the past of Prague, but we'll also talk about the city as it is today, future plans for the city, and much more. It's Prague then, Prague now, and Prague later. And this is Prague Times. Your company is a reuse company. It's not recycling exactly. It's, it's part of this whole circular economy business. How did it get started? Who started it? Why did they start it? It was an idea of my cousin, basically, mm. uh, who had a garage full of stuff. It was loaded by old bicycles, uh, furniture and stuff like that. So one day he just decided he wants to do something about it, but he just didn't want to throw it away. Hmm. So he, with his friend, just came up with this idea to start up a, a website where people can offer this kind of things for free to others. So this this is how it started. I think it started off mainly for furniture and big stuff. But now, of course, I, I was just on the website today and it has a, oh, there's a whole bunch of stuff on there. And now people can say, all right, I've got like these old office chairs. I don't want to throw them in the landfill. I don't want to leave them on the street. And we'll talk about why that's a bad idea later. But also if I'm looking for something, I can put out there, hi, I'd like this. And somehow everybody finds each other. Exactly, exactly. You can literally offer anything there for free. The only restriction is that it needs to abide uh, the law. You know, you cannot <laughs> offer... No children. You, no can't, children. you can't get rid of your children. <laughs> no drugs, uh-huh. <laughs> no alcohol and stuff like that. Really? No alcohol? That's interesting. So, I mean, because that's my first thing I think of is how are people going to shake this? How are they going to find a way to, to sneak in? Actually, I'm selling products, but how do you prevent them from doing that? They do. They do. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, they do it all the time. And uh, we check the website, the portal every day, a couple of times a day. Mm. And we just go through the items and we just delete anything which which is against the laws. And so when people put things on here, it has to be, I noticed something on the website saying something like it has to be ready for transport. So like if it's a sofa, how does that work? Do I have to disassemble the sofa? Do I have to put in the listing, you're going to need two people? Uh, yeah, the more details you add, the better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just, you know, when you have a sofa, Uh, you want to get rid of it so you just add as many details as you know more the more details the better then when somebody 
is interested in the sofa, he can text you a message through our website and you just decide when he's coming and you know if if he if it's ready for a normal car or if he you you right. tell him if he should bring a big car or right yeah. hire a man with a van uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. okay so let's say i oh it's a sofa that sounds great and i get there and it is not as advertised what do i do then what's my recourse as a as a user of the site what what happens you can just walk away uh, you can tell the person who was offering the sofa that it was not polite <laughs> to, <laughs> to advert something uh, and then bring something totally else. Mm. And you can uh, always email us mm. uh, to our email and tell us that this user was offering this, but you had this bad experience. Mm. And then we check on it. And uh, if we think uh, you're right, and if, if there are more uh, like mm, complaints. complaints against yeah. this kind of this, this user, we can we can always block his account or her women can also be jerks just oh. to, to be fair <laughs> <laughs> so when when did the website actually start when did the web portal go online yeah it started uh, in late 2010 oh wow yeah uh, it was the idea of my, my cousin 10 years ago and uh, there were several versions of, of the portal. Now mm. it's like the third version and it's really modern software. At the beginning it was it was totally something totally different. You know, mm. you had to transfer the picture of the stuff from your uh, from your camera through the USB to your computer, <laughs> then upload it. Now it's all, of course we have an application and you can you can run it on any device. You just take a picture with your mobile phone and mm. literally in a few seconds you 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 can advert the thing. Uh, and when did you create the apps, the mobile apps? Yeah, it was uh, with the last version in 2018. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're a private company, but you're working with the city, or the city's approved you, or it's it's all part of these this uh, city of Prague sort of green initiatives and their goal for being carbon neutral by 2050. Uh, how did that all happen? Because you started off as a private company, and what did the city then say? Hey, we want to partner with you, or what happened? Yeah, basically, our goal is to share this idea of not throwing away, of giving away instead of throwing away, and we are trying to find as many ways as we can. Mm. And with this new version of the software, we knew it's it's got a big potential. Mm. And what we do now is we collaborate with more cities, uh, mm. not not just Prague. And what we do is we create uh, a subdomain only for for the city, ah. only for the citizens of the city, uh, where there are no uh, advertisements. Not 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 that there are not uh, no items for offering for free, but right. No no like no, ads. no, no banner ads. No banner ads. Like no that. no yeah, no. It's right. no, no. good because those drive me nuts. Because we are also trying some ways uh, of income, uh, mm -hmm. and this is this is her. Uh, how we attract more people to use it and it's the cooperation with, with the cities uh, as i said we we create the subdomain for them we uh, design it according to the city mm -hmm. there are uh, the items uh, from the city and around and uh, the city uh, like pays us uh, some monthly monthly fee 
ah. for us so we can we can uh, adm- like take care of administration sure and sure. we provide them with documentation with a presentation with they can communicate with with their uh, citizens mm-hmm. like, with our materials yeah so you help them out like hey here's how you spread the word and, mm-hmm. and all this but this is this is just one part of the cooperation with Prague, and we have uh, quite a new project going on, which I'm really into it, and I, I would like to speak about it as well. Absolutely, tell us tell us what's happening here in Prague. Last year in November, the project of reuse points just started in collection yards uh, in Prague. Mm-hmm. Uh, in three of them, there are many more collection yards in Prague. But in three of them, you can now give things for free instead of throwing them away. Uh, so like I can, bring them to, because yes. I know one's out in Prague, because two of them are way the hell out mm-hmm. there. Like one's on in Prague 20 and one's in Prague, I don't know, 138. <laughs> And one I think is in Visochani or something. So it's like I'm going to what we, uh, in America we call the dump, mm-hmm. right? You know, I'm taking it to the dump. But instead of doing that, I go here and I can drop it off there. But the burden of getting the stuff to the point is on me. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. It's for people who don't like to communicate online with, with a person, you know. For shy people. <laughs> As well, and uh, technophobes, <laughs> and also for people who have like many many items, and you know it takes t- sometimes to upload it online, and mm. some people they just don't want to, they just want don't want to do that, and. Mm-hmm. People in the Czech Republic, uh, or at least in Prague, they use the collection yards dump uh, very often. They, they mm-hmm. sometimes they just decide to get rid of all stuff in their garage and, and just or their hata. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or from, yeah, yeah. They either move it to hata from the flat, <laughs> or or they from hata to <laughs> to the dump. Uh, yeah, there are items which are very valuable, and it's really shame to get rid of all these really good good stuff right and, like and that's totally usable them. that chair is totally. a good chair it's just yeah. i get it you don't want it anymore you don't have space for it understandable and yeah it can be a pain in the neck too like i know on facebook for example there are a couple of this prog buy sell trade and then there's an alternate version which i think is called almost exactly the same thing and so sometimes you can you can advertise that way, but this is really just a catch-all portal for anybody mm-hmm. to use to get rid of really anything. Yep, yep. Here's an old trombone. Have yep, it. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. So what happens at, at the reuse points? You just go there, and uh, the guys at the at the reuse point they take pictures of, of the stuff you bring in, and they just upload it to the portal, and anybody can view it and reserve it and go go. And so the, the stuff area. stays there. It stays there. Uh huh. For some some time, and uh, people go there and get it from there and save it. This is how it stays in their circulation. And mm-hmm. I, I thought I read something too on the website about uh, initially you'll offer it to charities and things like that first. That is true. That is true. Uh, like for first fourteen days, it is offered only to our partners from mm-hmm. charities mm-hmm. or from social parts of the Prague municipalities. I don't mm-hmm. know how to how it's called, uh, but each part of Prague uh, has its own office. Yeah, the social and the urjad, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, and they, we offer we offer things. Americans will have no idea what we're talking about because yeah. America doesn't really do this. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, so basically the idea is to offer it primarily to people in need. But if those charities are not interested in these items, which can happen because uh, they don't have so much time to go right. to the collection yard and pick the preferable stuff for them. So if nobody is interested in it, anybody, anybody can, anybody can go there. Right. Now I must, I must think that some things must just like nobody wants it. You know, this, this giant chair has been here for three months. I mean, is there a time limit on this? And then what do you do? You just like tear yeah. it apart or yeah. sell it for scrap? Or... No, no, no. Because you don't want to throw it in the landfill. Well, they do. <laughs> um, they do. Huh? Well, well, not in the landfill, but but uh, it's at the collection yard. So this is this is uh, really practical because right. if, if nobody wants it even for free, then you know it's ready to. <laughs> Goodbye, <laughs> sailor. Yeah, Goodbye, yeah. soldier. That's it, it was nice knowing you. But at least it at least it gives these items a, a, a second chance because you know we've we've become such a consumer focused society and especially post Velvet Revolution and Czechs have really taken to this. They they like their stuff. Mm-hmm. They as we said everybody or practically everybody has a chata which could be anything from a tiny little shack up in the woods someplace to you know a seven bedroom house any of these and people spend their weekends there all summer long and in the spring and in the autumn as well so there's that's a lot of stuff to have and then you go Ooh, but i want to keep up with the joneses and i want to have more new stuff or this chair finally broke and it's time for me what about things that are broken what about that like if something is broken you can still put it up i saw some things of yeah this is broken but maybe somebody wants it exactly if you if you don't lie about it if you say look this is broken laptop or this is broken tv there are people who want it mm-hmm. like they they just do crazy stuff with electronics and they any electronics is is gone from the portal in minutes literally. really it's it's really yeah they they people people do like art with it and they mm-hmm. various stuff so don't be shy to put upload anything to 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 the portal. You will be surprised which what what items can find a new a new user or new new owner. You want them to give them a second chance. Mm-hmm. It's a really mm-hmm. good feeling. <laughs> I I use it on a daily basis and really I, yeah I, I I do. Well, not not every day, but I was gonna say you I must don't have, have a lot of chairs. I don't, I don't have I don't have so much stuff, but yeah. <laughs> The EU in March last year sort of came out with their circular economy guidelines, this whole idea. And that's what this is part of, this circular economy. Don't just buy stuff and then throw it away. Buy stuff and sure, yeah, buy stuff. We need you to buy stuff or else the economy will, as we know from lockdown, grind to a halt. But some people can't afford to buy new stuff or for whatever reason they won't buy new stuff. So this is a chance to keep this stuff in circulation as long as possible. Because conceivably, I could get something from your website that's used, use it, then replace it, put it back on the website. I mean, you know, that chair could last. I know people say we have disposable things now, but the fact is, in decent repair, a chair can last for 10, 20, 30 years. Yeah, exactly. Even Ikea. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You you mentioned the like circular economy and there are many projects. Uh, Prague is Prague is getting into this uh, thing of circular economy 
and there are a couple of projects uh, which we are going to talk about probably we are not we are not the only ones who who, who is somehow taking care of of the circular economy here in Prague for example last year there was a launch of a project called uh, furniture bank It yeah, all, in Prague 4. It was all yeah. over the media and, yeah. and it's, a, it's a really nice project. People just uh, can bring their old furniture and uh, they, they store it there, but, but they give it to the people in need. It's not like us, uh, it's not like for everybody. You, you really uh, need to prove that you are somehow... Right. Um, I really need a chair yeah. and I really can't yeah. afford one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Then there is a brand new project which I'm really interested in and I'm curious about it. Uh, it's nothing less than a reuse market. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, in Holeshovice. At the Tržnice. Yeah, at, at, in Hall 35. Ah. It's very ambitious project and mm. it should be a place for reuse generally and uh, you can buy reused uh, items, you can br- bring your uh, old things in there and there there is going to be workshops and it's it's probably going to be big. So I'm really looking forward to visit this, this place. Now, how is that different than a flea market? As I see the difference between flea markets and reuse centers, mm-hmm. the reuse center gives the items bit of added value they just take it um, for free mm-hmm. it's it's this this is the like condition like they they don't buy stuff right, they just right. it's based on donations they clean it rub it repair it uh, and then they they sell it you know they're they're spending a lot of time with with the uh, cleaning and with with sure. selling it so it's like it's a store it's basically a store it, it looks nice Mm-hmm. It's it's like higher end than flea right, market right. when anybody just brings a car and and sells uh, you know stuff from their garage. Sure, sure. Yeah. And then the profits that they make, obviously, a good deal of that money that they make from the sales is going to go into upkeep and paying the experts to do this and renting the space and yes. electricity and all this. But there might, if it takes off, there might be some left over. Are they doing it as a for-profit business? Are they going to donate some or all of the rest of the money left over to charities? No, they, all of the reuse centers I know, they, they offer it all, they give it to charities. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the, the funny thing is, as I mentioned, we have these in America, they have them in other places. Flea markets have been around for, honestly, hundreds of years or a form of flea market. And yet we're doing it again. It's almost like we've rediscovered this thing of, hey, we should probably reuse some of this stuff. It's ridiculous mm-hmm. that we keep filling up, you know, holes in the ground with chairs and dishwashers and skateboards and things like this. It seems preposterous that this is what we're doing. At the risk of sounding glib, isn't it almost just kind of a rebranding of old ideas? Partly yes. Part, uh-huh. Partly yes. Partly it, it was people used to do this kind of thing. So rebranding is actually quite a good term for it because mm. we're not doing anything new. We're just trying to motivate people to, mm-hmm. you know... To, to do it again or or right. maybe young people they 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 didn't know about it uh, before oh, that's a good point yeah and the, what you're commoditizing is convenience mm-hmm. to encourage more people to do it and now the motive there are new motivations I think it's it's quite like old habit to reuse mm-hmm. reuse stuff mm-hmm. 
But now we have new motivation, for example, with, with the climate change. Mm -hmm. More and more people try to do something about it and they, they try to uh, somehow be more environmentally friendly and this mm -hmm. is this is partly it this is another way for people to contribute to mm -hmm. that effort yeah unfortunately uh, still the majority uh, of people they just with their stuff they they put it into garbage mm -hmm. and they don't they don't even know what happens afterward you know it's right. done it's done for them they buy something it's broken they get rid of it they, they put it into garbage bin and they don't know what is the story behind it you know they mm -hmm. don't they don't see uh, all the process of, of collecting it or getting rid of it or mm -hmm. dumping it or, or how some things i mean some things actually degrade you know uh... i think it is really important to think about it even before i buy something question yourself do i need it mm -hmm. the answer is yes so I choose something that will last preferably for a long time. Mm. So I invest a bit more money so, so it can be repairable. You know, it can last for some time. Uh, if it's not repairable, if it's really, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want it anymore. Give yourself a question like, what should I, like how should I get rid of it? And what mm -hmm. is the best way? What happens afterward? Mm -hmm. And uh, so do I really need to throw it away? Well, maybe not. Maybe I upload it on, on a similar website on Nevihazuita and let's see mm -hmm. if nobody wants it or if it's not for offering. Then it's just going to get thrown in the dump anyway. Yeah, but, but still you can recycle at least part of right. the items. Or I think it is useful to think in the big picture mm -hmm. with, with, uh, with our consumption. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, For yeah. sure. You know, recently the, the EU had uh, their green hackathon which is, you know, when people try and come, they find a problem and then they try and create some kind of a, usually an app to solve it. And a Czech team won for a, an app that basically shares information on how to repair, reuse, and share IKEA furniture specifically. So you have initiatives like this as well. Like, hey, just because it was cheap doesn't mean it's garbage and it, it can be reused. That is totally true. Yeah, I agree. What is also difficult for us, for consumers, is this, uh, you know, uh, ever-present uh, advertisement and, you know, the greenwashing which is going on. Oh, yeah. You buy something in a goodwill that it, it will, it's biodegradable, but then you find out it's not. It's, uh, it's not, and, yeah. uh, It's really difficult for a consumer to know everything and to be fully aware of, of what, what how long the item will last, mm -hmm. what it's made of, and what is the full so life, circle, cycle. life cycle of it. So, mm -hmm. so it's really complicated. Yeah, mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. Cause you know, some years ago, a friend of mine said, you know, the Czechs recycle more per capita than anybody else in Europe. Well, I just looked at the statistics and that is not true. <laughs> we, we recycle about a third of our household waste. But what was interesting is that the Czech Republic has the third lowest production of household waste. Mm -hmm. The EU average is something like 455 kilos per person per year, which is a, an amazing amount of garbage. That's 900 pounds. But the Czechs are down around 350. Only two other countries have less than, than we do. So we actually aren't producing as much junk. That's good news. I didn't I didn't know about it. <laughs> I wonder how that can possibly be. I mean, is it because of things like this? Is it because we do recycle a lot? I mean, the recycling bin just down the street here is full. Every time I go, I go, oh, well, it's full now. 
also we need to differentiate between recycling and separating Se- separation and recycling uh, is not the same thing you know uh, so maybe you were looking into stats of recycling what is actually uh, recycled and we checks are really good and uh, in separating mm. so maybe your friend uh, was was speaking about separation of of the because not everything you stick in there gets recycled no about half of uh, oh, of the yellow that... container gets recycled in the recycling industry they have a term wish cycling which is when people put things in the recycling because they wish that it was recyclable but it's not wish cycling is one thing and then there is uh, a problem of low demand for the recycling material which mm. uh, as a consumer or as a person i can put plastic materials into yellow bin and it is i'm doing it right it's totally recyclable but uh, nobody wants it you know <laughs> you know there are different type of pl- plastics so basically the pet is uh, the type of material which is the good motivation for the recycling companies to get the the content of of the yellow bins right yeah. right right because right. other others are not that valuable and the demand is not that high uh, and then of course there's this concept of upcycling mm-hmm upcycling uh, I don't know which is the if, if there is a definition of it but but I, I can give an example probably mm. so you have books you don't need anymore and you create uh, a piece of art of it or you you create some holder of knife I, I saw I saw a nice knife holder made, made out, out of books made out of books cool. <laughs> so that's cool uh, you you take a, an old wheelbarrow and uh, you create something something totally different with it mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you're not recycling it because it's not reused again the same way mm-hmm. but you are upcycling it to use it in a different way and, and often better. a more valuable way yeah, yeah. It, it should be more valuable or if it's less valuable you can also call it downcycling oh really <laughs> yeah, yeah so i'm gonna take this really nice chandelier <laughs> and i'm gonna use it for uh gravel on my <laughs> in my in my hotter yard yeah yeah <laughs> downcycling <laughs> And, you know, what's interesting to me is, you know, you hear people complain all the time about like, oh, you know, this new technology is taking away jobs. But all of these things are also creating new jobs. This is a new thing. You could make a living being an upcycler if you and people had do. a... Yeah, and they people do. People do that. People do that. Uh, I was doing exa- uh, a research about upcycling because our new project is going to be an upcycling portal, actually. Uh- so, but... <laughs> It's a secret news, <laughs> but there are a lot of creative people who uh, who do really nice work uh, mm. from old stuff and more than uh, I would think. And people now they sell it via Facebook. They 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 sell right. it, and and we we just uh, have the idea of putting them together, help them with their marketing, and ah. help them to sell sell these their items. So we're talking about this really on the personal level, and you mentioned that you also work with the cities, but you also, like there are three layers to this, individuals, citizens, companies, and then municipalities and possibly even larger counties or what have you. Uh, How does it work for a company? 
So for a company, we have a brand new solutions for waste prevention and we provide it as a service for the company. And we are aiming to partner with big companies. <laughs> and what we basically do is that we create a portal only for the company and its employees. And there are different activities which can be done on this portal. It's the donation stuff, mm -hmm. as we were talking about uh, giving it for free right. so they can give things for free to their colleagues but they can also sell old items if they don't want to donate it so mm -hmm. so it's the reusing so that this is the reuse they can swap things because it's more and more uh, modern and some people like to exchange change and so this is this is another things And also we motivate the workers or the employees to sell their upcycled items. So because mm -hmm. maybe they don't they don't want to make a living of it, but it's their hobby and they're shy to offer it to anybody uh, in the world. So, so they offer it to a colleague for some amount. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Yeah. Actually, this is this is called Guduga uh, or Wanduga for for companies mm. because it's one portal with different uh, layers into uh -huh, it. So uh -huh. this is how it's called. And uh, we don't offer only the portal itself. We uh, we are doing some kind of workshops with with, with the employees, and uh, we have presentation about waste prevention. Mm -hmm. Because the idea is not to give them the portal and and that's it. The idea is to really motivate them and make them think about uh, reusing and mm -hmm. about about this uh, topic. Well, that's why I think it's it's quite nice this this uh, so the tagline you have for the company Good Duga uh, is solutions for waste prevention, and that's a very interesting. It's a, again, it's that mind shift: prevent things from becoming waste in the first place. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, what's the ultimate goal here? Uh, what what would you like to see the world be in 50 years? Would you like this the just just would this would be part of how we think about things? I bought a sofa, and when I purchase it, I'm already thinking it's life beyond its time with me. Uh, I think you said it just said it just right, and it's about the mindset. And our ultimate goal is uh, to be part of this change of of mindset and mm. help help people. Uh, with with this change in mindset and as as you mentioned, I I hope that solution number one will not longer be go to the gar garbage bin and just, just right. That should be the last away. thing we yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've tried everything else. I guess it's just gonna go in the trash. Yeah. Okay, but you know that there are some weirdly stubborn people out there, skeptics and just kind of uh, honestly selfish people. And I don't, actually, I, I don't know what their motivations are, but there are people who are like, no, it's mine and I bought it and this is stupid and I don't want to. And I, I just think this is all hippy-dippy, granola-eating garbage, you know. <laughs> what would you say to those people? Why should they start thinking like this? Why should they get involved? To those people, uh, I'm just saying you are right. Uh, you have 100% uh, right to do with your things whatever you want to. And if this is how you think, we can we can have a chat. We can we can talk about it. But I'm not telling you go to our website and do it. I'm not I'm not using force. <laughs> right, right. It's not a religion. 
No, no. <laughs> yeah, we're not trying to convert you. Except we are trying to convert a little bit. It's, it's like things don't become invisible or go away just because I close my eyes. It's still there. And this, I think, is, is for me, that's my takeaway from this conversation is even when you're buying something, start thinking of 30 years from now. I'm not going to be using that couch in 30 years, but it's going to be someplace. Yep. Where is that going to be? And that's an, do you think that we'll see even manufacturers start to get? I mean, maybe that would be the next step is, okay, now we've got things down at the consumer level. We've got companies. We've got people. We've got uh, municipalities. We've got counties, even on the federal level or international level. The next step, I would think, would be manufacturers. No, this is already going on. Uh, there are some laws from European Union that manufacturers uh, have to create stuff that will be repairable at least for 10 years or there are really? trends to you know get back to normal <laughs> uh -huh. i would say and stop with the manufacturing items that will break down just after mm -hmm. two years uh, after they run out of warranty so right because it's not like when we started you know the plastics boom and all this in the in the 60s it's not like the manufacturers were sitting around going we know that this is going to cause problems down the line but we just don't care they didn't know they're like i don't know this is, looks great let's make a bucket out of plastic let's make a million buckets oh it turns out that when that breaks and people throw it away it becomes a problem oops yeah 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 we realize it we realize it now we didn't realize it back back in the days we have now maybe solutions for plastic we maybe maybe we don't have the so the right solution yet but it's process and mm -hmm. we're learning and you know manufacturers try to make money and that's totally legitimate and and it's good good way to go and i hope that they will make more money if they <laughs> manufacture something that will not break down then mm -hmm, they will mm -hmm. break down but it's a slow process and but i i i see positive changes going mm -hmm. on So a number of initiatives and a number of levels in order to help people extend the life of the items that they purchase, be it uh, something even as simple as, uh, as silverware, forks, spoons, knives, all the way up to, you know, wall units and, uh, and lamps and beds and couches and wheelbarrows and all the rest. There's nothing that we have that we can't find another use for, or if we can't, somebody else can. And Mr. Pinkava from Good Duga and Reuse-to. And Nevehazuito. <laughs> yes, thank you. Who's one of the people who is helping uh, bring this stuff to the forefront in people's minds, in the minds of the people who run cities, and even in the minds of companies and someday manufacturers as well, uh, creating a whole new concept of consumerism. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> so, Why well, it sounds very important when you say it that way. <laughs> uh, I, I feel good now. <laughs> yeah, right. I'd uh, like to thank Mr. Pinkova for talking to me today. Thank you, sir. Very super interesting stuff. Thank you very much for a very nice conversation and it was a pleasure. Thank you. And thank you everybody out there for listening. Please don't forget that you can check the episode notes for links to these companies and these initiatives and a whole bunch of other stuff. Thank you for listening to this episode of Prague Times. If you liked this episode, be sure to like it or share it and tell your friends. Check us out on all of our social media platforms for extra goodies as well. Until next time, this has been Prague Times. <laughs>